Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about ventricular septal defects. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash VSD or in the cardiology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. A ventricular septal defect or a VSD is a congenital hole in the septum or the wall between the two ventricles. And this can vary in size from tiny to the entire septum or the entire wall between the two ventricles forming one large ventricle. VSDs can occur in isolation, meaning they're the only pathology within the new baby. However, there is often an associated underlying genetic condition and they're commonly associated with Down syndrome and Turner syndrome. Due to the increased pressure in the left ventricle compared to the right ventricle, blood typically flows from left to right through the hole between the ventricles. Blood is still flowing around the lungs before entering the rest of the body. Therefore, the patient remains acyanotic, or they don't become cyanotic, because their blood is properly oxygenated. The left-to-right shunt leads to right-sided overload and right heart failure and increased flow into the pulmonary vessels. The extra blood flowing through the right ventricle increases the pressure in the pulmonary ventricles over time, and this leads to pulmonary hypertension. If this continues, the pressure in the right side of the heart may become greater than the pressure in the left side of the heart, and this results in blood flowing from the right side to the left side of the heart and avoiding the pulmonary vessels and avoiding the lungs, and this is described as a right-to-left shunt. And when blood avoids the lungs, deoxygenated blood gets into the systemic circulation and the patient becomes cyanotic, and this is called Eisenmenger syndrome. So how do VSDs present? Often VSDs are initially symptomless, and the patient can present as late as adulthood. They may be picked up on antenatal scans, or when a murmur is heard during the newborn baby check. Typical symptoms in newborns include poor feeding, shortness of breath, a fast respiratory rate or tachypnea, and failure to thrive. There's a few examination findings to be aware of. Patients with a VSD typically have a pansystolic murmur, which is more prominently heard in the left lower sternal border in the third and fourth intercostal spaces. There may also be a systolic thrill on palpation. A quick tom tip for you, when you hear a pansystolic murmur, it's worth giving your top differential, but also mentioning the other causes of this type of murmur. The causes of a pansystolic murmur are ventricular septal defect, mitral regurgitation, and tricuspid regurgitation. You can distinguish between the three by where the murmur is loudest and some of the other clinical features. So how do we treat a ventricular septal defect? Well, treatment should be coordinated by a pediatric cardiologist. Small VSDs with no symptoms or evidence of pulmonary hypertension or heart failure can be watched and just observed over time. Often small VSDs will close spontaneously. VSDs can be corrected surgically with two methods. One is using a transvenous catheter to close the ventricular septal defect by putting the catheter through the femoral vein up into the heart and then perform the operation there. Or they can be corrected by open heart surgery. There's an increased risk of infective endocarditis in patients who have a VSD, 
prophylactic antibiotics should be considered during surgical procedures in order to reduce the risk of developing infective endocarditis in patients who have an existing VSD. Thanks for listening to this episode on ventricular septal defects. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found this podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. You can also find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible, which are available to download so you can take all the topics with you wherever you go and you can listen from cover to cover or to individual chapters or individual topics. You can also find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com and I hope you tune in for the next episode which will be on Eisenmenger Syndrome.